Yo, this is the ancient Texan. Oh, I just read a great article. I read it yesterday and I just reread it today. And the article's entitled Biden's Anti-China Ambitions. But I think Biden's actually kind of secondary in this article. Here's the theme. Us Democrats, and I'm an independent, but let's say more Democratic. Democrat. The Democrats and the Republicans not getting along with each other uh, has real consequences. We're not working on things together and solving some really huge challenges and those are opening up doors for China to become the dominant uh, economy the dominant force in the world you know and it's not just the wolf crying wolf too often there's some real serious stuff going on we want to blame each other and fight but if we don't find a way to work together and solve problems um, the benefactor will be China it won't be the Democrats because they got on top right now or the Republicans when they get back on top the one that's benefiting from our internal fighting is China There's a guy, J.P. Morgan, James Dimian. He made a statement. China's leaders believe that America is in decline. The Chinese see an America that is losing ground in technology, infrastructure, and education. A nation torn and crippled by politics, as well as racial and income inequality and a country unable to coordinate government policies physical monetary industrial regulatory in any coherent way to accomplish national goals unfortunately recently there is a lot of truth to this jp morgan chase ceo james diamond Well, what what are some of the areas? Well, let's first start off. Um, there's two levers that China is clamping the screws down on that have really serious consequence. They are the dominant controller of container ports worldwide. Okay, let's just stop on that one a second. There's some like 10 major ports in the world. I believe China controls seven of them. Where trade is moved around the world. And we're not just talking about ports 
going to China. We're talking about ports coming to the U.S. In fact, China owns like the, the L.A. port. So it's... Um, they control what ships come in to get unloaded, which ones get loaded, how fast they get loaded, and whether they come in at all. They're actively buying and, and securing control of all ports in the world. That, I think, sounds fairly serious. They also control the supplies of rare earth, critical in our information technology sector, but also in the production of electric and hybrid car, jet fighters, missile guidance system. Those are the two top ones that this article points out. Control of ports and control of rare earths. Both, like, really super critical. I think that China's up to 80% on the rare earths control. And they're up to like 100% on the refining of the rare earths. I mean, it's... Um, it's also now on the radar of Europe. Europe just passed this big joint report of all the nations signed in the European Union identifying 35 minerals that uh, China controls. Trump put out one, and it's 30-ish minerals. They're not exactly the same, but there's a lot of the same. Magnesium is the one I'm most familiar with. Okay, but what, what else is happening that should make us nervous? The digital wand. digital one. Other, most of the financial transactions are done in China, not with cash, but with phone. They now have one phone per person in China. Obviously a lot more phones than we have and about the same concentration of, of cell phones. When you pay for something in China, you use your phone and it transfers money from your account to their account. By the Winter Olympics in Beijing in 2022, they hope to be 100% digital currency. No cash. So, and they're trying to get other countries that do transactions with them using this digital cash. What do you think allows us to run up these huge deficits? Because we're a global currency and we're not diluting just our currency, we're diluting the world currency. And that means there's a lot more currency out there. And so the impacts of us printing money is much less. We also control the world by controlling financial transactions. They're setting up this digital one with Iran, Iran. I, 
how do you think that makes our sanctions work if people start using the digital wand and we don't even have access to the records? Sound serious? Sounds like a major loss of American power. Okay, smartphones. Remember how we woo-ah technologies, we tried to put the hurt on them and not letting people sell supplies to them? Well, they've now have a market share of 20% of the world phones, digital phones, which just happens to be number one, ahead of Samsung, South Korea's, and Apple's just a also ran. It's still a prestige phone, but it's now an also ran. Sounds very, fairly serious. That's kind of our been our bread and butter of uh, Silicon Valley. I would think there should be some concern there. Huawei Technologies is now um, also ahead of us in 5G. They're spending five billion annually on R&D, much more than all our phone companies put together. Sounds pretty serious. Just contemplate those for a little while. And they've somehow combined their financial and their technical businesses where almost everything that you do with your financial finances, pay your bills, mortgage, utilities, whatever you want to do, is all set up on your phone. It's a cashless society. Way ahead of the U.S. 80% use their fintech. They call them fintech financial and technology services combined. Everything done on your phone. And seamlessly. You just mark to pay your bill and it comes out of your account. You don't even need to go over to your account. Less than 10% of Americans use mobile payments. I'm one of them, by the way. We're a laggard in fintech. The People's Bank of China has become the first major central bank to issue a virtual currency. A broad rollout is expected for the Winter Olympics in Beijing in February 2022, which will give the international one international exposure. Go to the Olympics, download an app, and you can now pay everything with the digital one. Don't need the dollar. You live in an alternate universe than what the world has lived in for a long time. I don't know if that... It, it should scare the crap out of you. Biden administration is busy trying to figure out what the hell this means. What happens if the virtual one 
replaces the U.S. dollar as the world's dominant reserve currency. Nobody really knows, but it's big. It's big, big stuff. Okay, the Federal Reserve Chairman, German Powell, insisted that the central bank was involved in a large-scale research and development project on a future digital dollar, pointing out that such a project could only be launched via a law that would have passed by a deeply divided Congress. In short, irrespective of the future virtual currency, a digital dollar is not likely, not in the near future. Let me just, I read that poorly, but what it basically says is Chairman Powell, Federal Reserve, thinks we need a digital dollar. We need to get our asses in gear and have that as an offering because that's the way the world's going. It's too big to stop. There's certain things that you just, it's going that way and you just have to get on board or get run over. And digital currency is the future. Bitcoins is kind of like the first little glimpse of that. But we need Congress to get on board. Back to the original premise of this talk. Republicans and Democrats not getting along the blame and hate that's going both ways. Turn on MSNBC or turn on Fox and you see it going both ways. And attacking the other side doesn't solve the problem. It makes the problem worse. The best thing you can do for your country if you're a Democrat is get a few Republican friends and get tight spread the goodwill. The same thing Republicans. You need to get you a few Democratic friends and get tight with them if you care about this country. That's more important than anything else you can do. Passing laws that we can get through by the majority. Like on the first COVID bill, Republicans wanted to negotiate. If you'll read one of my old podcasts, I thought that was a huge mistake at the time that we didn't compromise. I don't think the amount of relief from the form and stuff was as important as having something that we could cooperate on, but we kind of blew by that. Okay, Biden has this big um, infrastructure package. China, in the meanwhile, is building like all get out. They have high-speed trains. They're putting up, they have 80% of the high-speed trains in the world. Uh, They're building roads and bridges. They're spreading out internet. They are going crazy building up their infrastructure. They've jumped from 66th place to 36th place in the in their overall infrastructure in the last decade. And they are building at a scale uh, that's going to pass us in the next decade. Meanwhile, our infrastructure continues to go south. Infrastructure is an investment. 
It gives time and cost savings for computers, commuters, improved market access, healthier competition, increased exchange of ideas, and large innovation capacity. It's a springboard for economic development. last decade they built since the 2008 they built 1.1 million miles of highways raising the total to 4.8 million the length of rail system shot up by 52,000 kilometers to 132,000 kilometers we have one high-speed train that's trying to go up in California over some, I forgot where, the short distance. But it's, um, it's kind of stuck. Barack Obama had a $800 billion program, American Recovery and Reinvestment Act infrastructure. In reality, only 80 billion was actually devoted to infrastructure. A third was spent on roads and bridges, mostly improving bridges are gonna fall down. So we're talking it, but we're not doing it. They're also pushing education in China. Their educational system pushes science, technology, engineering, and math. And they're doing this in part because they have a shrinking workforce in China, but that's actually gonna start happening to us too. They want to be the most advanced country on education by 2030, and they generally meet their goals. They're adding STEM to the primary school education. The government allocated, China government, 100% of its research funding to top universities, to the ones that concentrated on the STEM disciplines. So is South Korea is doing 62%. We do not have such a program. So we're losing in the tech race, education, infrastructure, rare earths, and ports around the world. They also control a big part of the shipping. They have two ports in Los Angeles and one in Seattle. They have a 
China Ocean Shipping Company, which controls more um, shipping containers than anybody else. So they now uh, pretty much control world shipping. Isn't that kind of scary? Manufacturing sector, China controls 17 rare earths, lanthium, cerium, yttrium, europium, gadolinium, the industrial gold minerals, wind turbines, solar panels, electric cars, because these minerals have magnetic luminescent strength we need them in a wide variety of weapons from jet fighters to nuclear submarines those things do not get built to the same quality and to the same standards without rare earths and we don't control them So we're starting to mine rare earths in Australia and the U.S. We don't, guess what? We don't have the expert expertise anymore to refine rare earths, to separate them from the ore and the concentrates and make them into the elements we need. How did that happen? car specialist due to the lack of specialists China continues to enjoy a near monopoly in processing the ore with raw material containing the prized metal mined outside the US shipped to the Chinese sites the refining process does often as these elements come along with thorium they do have uh, large amounts of radioactive waste and it says it pollutes the environment yes it can pollute the environment if you don't do it right guess what there's a new kind of reactor called thorium reactors which only has a 300 year half-life that the US should be investing in if you really want to do global warming and have a, a large stable power supply and grid but we're not doing R&D on that either because we've decided that nuclear reactors no matter how much different they are from reactors of old days are a no-no the whole democratic party's decided that except for Andrew Yang who actually study stuff. Anyway, I digress a little bit. So, right now, 
a situation where we have serious problems that we need to address. I think I'd probably put rare earths right at the very top of the list. But controlling the shipping in the world is not trivial. Having an infrastructure that's falling apart, losing our position in the, the tech hierarchy are all pretty serious problems. Having a digital currency and not having a digital currency and, and China having one, pretty damn serious too. All these require congressional action and budgets and a commitment. All of them require Republicans and Democrats to get along. It requires you to get along with your Republican buddies and if you're Republican with your Democratic buddies. It's serious stuff. And our going down is not going down because we're too stupid to do these things and address these problems. We're apparently incapable of having values and treating other people with respect. We're in some la-la land that we're on top and it doesn't matter how we get along, it doesn't matter how we behave as human beings. Values are not important, but values are the lack of them. And the ability to love our neighbor is what's sin in the South, because we have to get along to address what are becoming some very serious problems with China. Because if you want a world where all the power resides in China, um, I suspect they will not be as good as we have been, which not that we've been very great at all. Uh, we haven't done a good job you know, following our values with the power we have. But don't kid yourself that China is going to be some big world power um, that's going to respect human rights and make the world rosy and sunny. Uh, there's got to be a balance of power, both inside our country and outside our country. Because power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's like a as good a law as gravity. Anyway, I'm a little annoyed on this post. Try not to. But I think the stuff we're facing with China is really damn serious. And if it wasn't China, it'd be someone else. And it's not really China we're facing. We're facing ourselves. China is just driving a truck right into the big vacuum work we're creating, or maybe I should say they're driving big container ships right into the vacuum we're creating. The problem is ourselves. It's not really China. It's us. It's us getting along with each other. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan <laughs> hoping you go out and kiss a Republican. Ah. Uh, Hope you have a good one and hope this made you think a little bit. This is the ancient Texan. Namaste.
Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.